When you're moving, Pods knows flexibility matters because plans change, closing dates get pushed, renovations take time, and packing is a lot. Instead of a traditional moving truck, Pods delivers portable storage containers right to your driveway. Between moves, you can store with Pods, and if plans change, your dates can too. Get a quote today at Pods.com or by calling 1-877-973-PODS. Pods Moving and Storage. Trusted with over 5 million moves. Wire Podcast. This is your host Josh Keeley. With me, after a long week, long romantic week in Las Vegas at <laughs> California, you you went everywhere. You traveled, you traveled the country at this point Pretty with much. your lady friend Donovan James. Donovan, how you feeling, man? You feeling fresh because you just got back today, right? Yeah, I did. Last time y'all saw me, I had to, like the mustache going. I got a beard now. I got hair again. Well, <laughs> I, I got hair again under the ball cat or the Lakers cat. Lakers lost today, sadly, but it was cool watching. I just watched Phil Mickelson win uh, PGA Championship, oldest, Dude. oldest golfer ever to win a major. That was really cool. It was a historic moment. So, uh, can can I just say? Can I interrupt for one second? Yeah, I, yeah. you know, I love even on vacation how in tune you are. <laughs> not just football because you are you are a football expert donovan is a bona fide football expert oh, no, a, no. A, as evidenced by me hitting you up this week two set you were on vacation i asked you the top 10 quarterbacks in next year's class i also texted you completely for your vacation about rec- the, a recruit you know the, the best traits yada 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 text me back within five minutes all, right off the cuff <laughs> without looking anything up and then the man on the first two minutes of the browns wire podcast talks about the lakers and then goes straight to golf <laughs> it's i'm i'm blown away I'm by just... your vast sports knowledge because i don't i didn't know i didn't know the lakers lost yeah, I knew I mean, Phil Mickelson won. Playoff, playoff, playoffs just started, man. So it's just like NBA, I got NBA playoffs to watch. I got golf championship just happened, and uh, MLB is kind of heating up a little bit. Boys of summer, you know, free agency and draft stuff still to talk about. Uh, college football, everything, man. It's fun. I mean, this is kind yeah. of a this is like one of the best times in sports for me, just because I'm like a big basketball fan, and I'm getting into baseball more this year. Kind of back really. In the- yeah, baseball. I got back into baseball last year. It was just more like it's really fun. Like they kind of changed a few of the rules, so it made it more fun. Um, honestly, so but still, obviously, with a football show. But I'm just happy to be back on, man. It was cool vacation though um, in Vegas too. When you have the sports book in front of you, it's like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you got to look at everything. So it was cool. Uh, shout out Ryan Swartz. You know, I met up with him out there. Um, former, um, I guess, guest on our old show. You know, he used to do some high school football recruiting, college football. Pick him every week with us. You know, he did that, too. Makes crazy draft picks all the time. So that was fun, man. I had a great time. Malibu, best beach, dude. Got to go to Malibu one day. Oh, yeah? It's dope, dude. It's just it's peaceful. It's not a crazy beach. It's just like a bunch of rich people up on the hill and then down the hill, the beach. I heard that. I just, heard that. Yeah, it's, it's peaceful, though. It's chill. But San Diego was fun. It was all, all fun, man. Vegas. San Vegas. Diego's dope. I've been to San Diego. Yeah. San Diego is dope. Yeah, San Diego's dope. Vegas was Vegas. <laughs> Lost a bunch of money, but it's cool. How much money did you lose? Do we talk about gambling on here? So I this is a good, this is this is I relevant. Can't, I can't say how much, but <laughs> too much. <laughs> was your girl mad at you for how much you lost? No, but she won. So you, she won? Dude, she won on a 
20 penny or quarter slot machines you won like i can tell you how much like i'm like oh like 154 dollars on like a quarter slot a machine. quarter wow you know that happened to justine too she went to the beginner's walking dead luck. machine beginner's luck. yep she went to the walking dead machine and she popped in a dollar uh it was at hard rock i think yeah it was her hard mm-hmm. rock and then she won like 300 bucks it was her very first time on a slot machine and then from that point on she would only play the Walking Dead slot machine, which, as you know, they say to never do the trademark ones. What no. did your girl win on? What would you uh, Wheel of Fortune? Which is one really? Of the, so one it was the... a trademark one too? <laughs> yeah, it was. Those are actually like there's so many Wheel of Fortune ones though. Um, yeah, you'll find a lot of those. But yeah, she won on Wheel of Fortune one. So that's hilarious. That was, yeah, one. I think she won on blackjack too. We no roulette, roulette, roulette. Oh, I taught her how to do roulette and she won. So I just kept letting her play. I, I was over it. What's uh so what was your game of choice that you lost all your money on? Blackjack. I'm a big black I'm a big blackjack guy too. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it, man. Blackjack roulette and then um I don't craps all the craps tables were so full. I could never get on them, man. Like everybody's a crap like expertise, I guess, in Vegas because it was craps tough. gives me anxiety, dude. Me too. <laughs> it really does. Uh-huh. It was tough for me to get on the table. I tried. Yeah, like everybody there, everybody when you play craps, even at the Columbus Casino, it's like everybody is very like intent on what they're doing. Yeah. And I feel like I'm interrupt I feel like I'm interrupting a groove. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, and I don't know the rules well enough to be able to be like jump in confidently. So I'm like, nah, screw it. I'll just go back to blackjack. Exactly. You know what I mean? That, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I'm the exact same way. I, w- I was looking at it to try to like see how it you know works like i know how it works i've watched videos i've been i've played it before but really like kind of i guess retrain myself and there's this guy looking at me like get the hell out of here like maybe i messed up his mojo <laughs> i might have messed up his mojo walking over there i don't know but... what's uh what, what was your number one Where did, you got you guys stayed at the d right yeah the d we stayed there but man like if you got y- y'all have to check out circa um which is the guy that owns a d is a new hotel it's the biggest pool in vegas uh, really? There's six pools. There's a 134-inch, uh, or excuse me, 134-foot TV with, like, 20 different th- things on it. There's a sports book outside of the pools. There's daiquiris. There's, like, bottle grills. This is just outside. Um, Where? It's, crazy. it's brand new. It's I know it's insane. on the strip, but it's over by Circus Circus. It's past, it's past like, the, the win. No, the D's on Fremont, right? Yeah, that's where Circa is. Circus. Oh, Fremont. Circus on Fremont too. Yeah, it's across the street. They just. I, I think. I think. It's I don't brand think new. I've been there since they built Circa. Circa opened uh, like three months ago. Yeah, that makes sense because they they were the first. No, they were they were open last year for. I know that their sports book was open for college for betting college football last year, right? It was open. Yeah, I think it was like not done fully though, because yeah. like they opened it right before like Corona happened. Yeah, because they released the lines before everybody, typically. It's the biggest like if, sports book, yeah. Yeah, we still got I, I uh, Westgate, you know, and on the strip, but yeah. But I believe Circa, Circa was released because when we were doing the show last year and we were doing bets against the spread and whatnot, we I'm pulling a lot of those lines from Circa because they got them so much faster than everybody else. They do, yeah. Uh-huh. Circa's dope, man. Check that out. Um, that was fun, but yeah, we stayed at the D Fremont. Always, always solid. Always. Place. Love it, dude! You got a I just like, spot. I just like saying, yeah, it's like saying that. It's, it's where I sleep my spot, man. <laughs> well, did you hang out on the strip at all? 
We did, yeah, obviously, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, late, like really late at night. So she didn't get the full experience of it, but we hung out there. Yeah, it was cool. I like yeah. the strip every every time I go. But I mean, Fremont's popping, man. Kind of like right now, like that's Fremont's a, wild, dude. It's wild. That's the party. The strip is cool. It's fun. Like there's so much to do. MGM. I always have to stop at MGM because I've won money there. So I always have to stop in. It's a tradition. Yeah, it's kind of a tradition. MGM is cool. I like MGM. They have MGM is cool. It's huge, and you have everything. I mean. Took her to uh, man. We went to so many different places. It's hard to remember, but MGM I remember is one of them. We actually did go to Circus Circus. <laughs> it was so rundown, dude. So it's bad, so, bro. It's horrible. That was the first hotel I ever stayed at when I was a kid. Oh, really? Like, well, it's and, the most family friendly, right? It was. You don't want to. I'm not trying to take my family to Circus Circus, <laughs> even though it's only twenty nine dollars a night. Which is, is that right? It's only yeah. thirty bucks a night. Thirty bucks a night, dude. Man. But it's kind of it's. You know what though? It's not really. It's on the strip, but it's a far. You have to walk by like three strip malls. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if you stay at like, we're there at like midnight, bro. Walking, I was like, yeah, I gotta get out of here. Like, yeah, like you, you're not on. You're on the strip, but like not really. Like you know what I mean? Like if you stay at like Bally's or like the Cromwell or whatever, like that's like you you if you walk out, you can see casinos across the street and like. You know, three sixty around you, but circus, circus, like you walk out front, it's like Abandoned. apartment complexes and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is sketchy too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it, it it's sketchy, but it's definitely it's a kind. It's exhausting. Like it's like, oh man, I, I we messed up. We're not on the strip anymore. Like yeah. this is like, you know what I mean? It's like a six hour <laughs> walk, dude. But yeah, but that's dope, man. Congratulations! I know that you said that uh, meeting the family went well for you and uh, all that good stuff. Yeah, we did not get married, by the way. So, a lot, of people, a lot of people asked me. We saw a lot. Of, we saw Little White Chapel and everything, but yeah. No. Did you go see any shows? <laughs> no, I, well, like some of the street performers in Fremont. That doesn't really count, I guess. But uh, I, I went to Nashville last night and saw a bunch of. Oh, that's right. You, I forgot about that. Yeah, I was that. Yeah, big weekend, dude. Dude, it was crazy. So crazy, yeah. So I, I like that you said you recommended to go to Malibu because my I had a buddy that went to Malibu last year, and he said it was one of the worst vacations he ever took. Really? Why? Yeah, he said that? it was. He said it was so. First of all, he said most of the beach was private, so there's like a little section that he that you were able to go on, like you couldn't really explore. Um, and then he said that all the restaurants were so expensive that like there was no. It wasn't like. And now, Grant, this is like someone who's used to going down to like. You know, Panama City Beach. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Same. But he says, it's just, it feels like you're just like kind of suffocated in what you can and can't do. I mean, the whole vacation there, like, I don't know how long he was there. I we, we were only there for a day. So, I, that's, that's, a, that's not really like, I wouldn't stay there for longer than like a day. So, yeah, he's he kind of right. I think he flew out there for like, he was like doing the California thing. So, he flew out there. He was in, he was on that, that area for like three days or whatever. He could just went down to Santa Monica, man. It's right down the PC, PCH, like thirty minutes. Santa Monica's got Dude, it's I don't, I don't. Santa Monica's way. If you're like trying to like not spend as much money and try to be like all bougie and stuff, just go down to Santa Monica on the pier, dude. Get some homeless dudes yelling at you. You know, you get to still have the California feel, still a little bouginess. You know? I do. I, I I would have. Now, I've been t- to LA and I've been to San Diego, that. but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, tell that's, them to go to Santa Monica next time. It was. It's funny too that he was bitch about the money because that's the same dude that uh, went down to Disney for thirteen straight days. I was like, "Oh my god, bro!" Disney World. Yeah, dude. I was like, you filed bankruptcy after that? Jesus <sighs> Christ! That's a shit ton. Thirteen days is two weeks. That's a lot of money. 
No shit, man. But anyways, this is a Browns podcast. We're going to take a little bit light today because Donovan's getting back. You know, I don't want to take it easy on him. So this will be more of a light podcast. We're just going to touch on the Julio Jones stuff. Obviously, Twitter was a fire with the Julio Jones. I know Pete Smith of, uh, you know, Brown the Sports Illustrated, the Browns site, um, had a, a theoretical article about the Browns adding Julio Jones. PFF uh, tweeted out, you know, the ideal trade for Julio Jones. I think they had the Browns trade next year, second, third, and like a second the next year for Julio and a six or something silly like that. Um, you know, and then uh, someone had the Browns tr- trading Jarvis Landry and a couple of picks for Julio Jones. And half the Browns Twitter was upset because they think Jarvis Landry is better than Julio Jones, which We'll get to that. We'll get to our thoughts on that. But uh, Donovan, you're already, you're already laughing. What 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 what, you, saw, what is your uh, big takeaway from all all of this this Julio Jones nonsense? It was it was kind of cool for me. For one, I was on vacation, so I was kind of late on it. But I was yeah. always well. It's not real news. It's not real. I mean, you and I are yeah, not know, real news. But you talk it, to Eric more than I do. But Eric, we've talked we've talked about this on your show about the idea because this is not new. The idea of the Falcons. Dumping cap is not new, and Eric basically was, shot that down immediately. The, the Julio Jones stuff. This was four months. Yeah, ago. it was. I mean, it was cool for me just because like doing the Browns Wire podcast, being like on Browns Twitter and a part of it now is fun. And then like yeah. living in Atlanta for so long, uh, that area like six years, seven years. Um, so I know the polls. I still listen to a lot of Atlanta talk radio, and yeah, podcasts and stuff like that. And they don't want to see Julio go. I mean, he's well, duh. I mean, obviously. There, I mean, the whole point of drafting Kyle Pitts was because they want to win right now and kind of build that offense for Arthur Smith. And, you know, Matt Ryan's last couple of years left. He threw out the first pitch today in the Braves game. So he looked like he was in a good mood, but he won't be if uh, number 11's gone, obviously. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I get what they're saying with the cap space and dump, but I would give this I, – I would, I would let Julio ride it out. I know he's hurt. Uh, on the red kind of lately, but – Is he? Uh, is he really, though? What are the statistics behind that? Because I don't miss, view him as like an injury prone person. He's just missed so many. It's hamstring issues, man. That like I know Shannon Sharp was saying when you're 33 year old receiver, I mean he's not gonna get any better. Like Julio Jones, oh is still yeah, top 10. But hamstring injuries is just like I mean, yeah, he's missed like now he started off his career not missing any games, but then the past few years, yeah, ever since the Super Bowl run, really, he's he'll miss like two games or get hurt in one and get pulled out, and then like miss four games here and there. But like he's always on the questionable list. Like last year, I think he missed a he bunch is, of games. They ended, up, they ended up just shutting him out last year, just because their season was a dump anyway. So hopefully that'll help out. You know, he'll get, be healthy, and you know, it looks healthy. He looks still good when he's yeah. on the yeah. field. But yeah, he's missed. He's had some knickknack injuries, man, here and there last, especially the last two years. But and I get it. They have honestly, Calvin really to me is not even at his peak yet. So he probably he's the number one. Not receiver. even at his peak yet. I, well, he, his age kind of bothers me because, you know, he did come out. This is why analytic guys get mad at age because I just said that. Calvin Ridley's already 26 years old, even though yeah. he's his third year because he was 23 when he got drafted. So that's why a lot of analytical guys don't want to draft people at 23 years old. Is this – what, what, I mean, what, what year was Ridley really really drafted? This is like his fourth year. So Yeah, it'll be his fourth year. And it really was 23 and a half years old. He's he great. Drafted. He's a number He's a number one. He's No, well, yeah. He's still well, – I yeah. mean, you can debate if he's one or two or not. He's a top receiver in the NFL regardless. Yeah, he's good. I mean, you got him, Russell Gage, Pitts. You got to add Julio to that because they don't really have much of a running game, even though I do like Mike um, um, from the Panthers. What's his last name? I can't think of his last name right now. I'm drawing a blank. 
They just got the, Pan- they got the Panthers running back, not McCaffrey. The one Tober. That- Tober. Tober, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, as far as Julio, they're going to the Browns, would you ask me? I don't think yeah. he's going to get traded at all. I think it's kind of BS. But if he does get traded, I don't really think the Browns is one of the teams that he'll go to, honestly. I think there's another team. There's another team in the division, Baltimore, that's yeah. way more likely. Obviously, the Patriots are a lot likely if it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's other teams I've seen in there. The Cowboys are now. I don't. They don't need him. They are no. fine at receiver. They they I, can't I saw him. him wearing the Cowboys shirt though. I think he probably just grew up a Cowboys fan or something. Like he's from Who Alabama. Right? Yeah, I mean he's from Alabama. Like they don't have a team there. I mean, no. The Falcons and probably a lot of Cowboys fans. I don't. I wouldn't read into that picture too much. Him wearing a cow, cow, Cowboys gear or whatever. But yeah. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I, I've even saw. I've even seen Miami. That'd be interesting. Um, because I mean they they could use him. Um, oh yeah, the Browns don't need him, but I mean if you have Odell Beckham Jr. and Julio Jones with those tight ends and Nick Chubb, like I already think the Browns are like a top five favorite to win. Well, if they get Julio Jones, like top I mean, they, yeah, <sighs> I think so. And if they get Julio Jones, like you guys might be having parades before the season starts. No shit, Cleveland. And I know Cleveland fans love Jarvis. I love Jarvis. Jarvis is a class ad. He's great. But that ain't Julio Jones, bro. Like he's no. never been Julio Jones. Even Julio, on a down year, is pretty much like. So well, that's not that's not that's, that's not that's not an insult to Jarvis Landry too. Julio's that's that's one the, of the top that's the problem. Two receivers of all time, in my opinion. I mean, he's he he's consistently uh, let, maybe. That's not you're not you're not insane. Maybe not right thinking. now. Maybe right you're not right insane now. for thinking that. You're not insane for thinking that at all. But he's perennial. He's he's every year in and out. Even despite the injury concerns or whatever, on his down year, he's still a top five wide receiver. Like, there's really, I don't think you can make, you know, I, I feel like I'm being generous when I say that too. Like, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, I think an argument can be made if you go through every year of his career, there's very few years where you wouldn't rank him in the top two. You know what I mean? Like, there's just, yeah. he's on a different level. You could be, that's the problem with, the, that's, I think that's the problem with Brown's Twitter is that they're thinking that. Every time you think someone's better, it's an insult. You kind of saw the same thing with Aaron Rodgers and Baker Mayfield. And that was a little different because Baker Mayfield is so much younger than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you could make a more of an argument for it, right? But Julio Joe, you can make more of an argument against that. But people were still taking it like, well, Baker Mayfield is, you know, just as good. And it's just like, well, no one's saying Baker Mayfield sucks, right? And no one's saying Jarvis Landry sucks. Jarvis Landry is a good wide receiver. You know, he's probably, I think he's the top 20 receiver. Would yeah, you say? I'd say top, you know, 20, top 25 at least. Sure. Yeah. I, you know, it'd be, it'd be it, yeah. I, you know, it's off the top of my head. So may, maybe I might be wrong. Maybe it is 25. But, I, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm off the top of my head. I I struggle to name 20 receivers that are better than me. And that's probably, good. Yeah. That's good. That's He's really still good. Pretty, yeah. I mean, what, how old is Jarvis? 28? I don't know. He, he, he ain't old. But, 27, you know, but, 28. But the difference between him. And Jarvis Landry or Julio Jones, and the difference between Baker Mayfield and Aaron Rodgers is noticeable. Landry's twenty-eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the Baker Mayfield argument, I can understand why people were more upset, but the but or upset, but the Jarvis, it's like, dude, man, I, I, you know, I'm a big, I'm a huge Jarvis Landry fan. We've had people, we we've had people on this show. You know, we had Sam Penix on the show, and he doesn't like Jarvis Andrews. He says Jarvis Andrews is not worth the money. They need to find a way to get rid of that contract. And I, I sat here and said, no, disagree. I disagree. You said it too. 
but we're both we're both two guys that are sitting here saying, dude, Julio Jones is better, right? Like, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, it's I get weird. where I get the side of people trying to, you know, I had a, a buddy of mine, the Browns fans, wishing Jarvis Landry get traded too because of that contract. And he was like, just put Hollywood as a two slot. You know I don't I mean? know why they're so eager to get rid of Jarvis. I was like, you I can't replace. You can't. I like Higgins, but you can't replace Landry with Higgins. Like he's, I like Higgins a lot actually for his role right now. But moving him up to that, that means if Odell gets hurt again, Higgins is going to be your number one receiver. And that's not good. Like you know, <laughs> that's not going to. Because I, I, I look at, I look at depth a lot. So I'm thinking Odell. Yeah gets hurt like if he goes down Jarvis Landry's a one which we saw last year was fine like he can yeah. make plays but you lose that and don't replace I mean replacing with Julio that's different but if you're replacing with Higgins <laughs> like just imagine Josh like Higgins number one receiver that's not gonna you're not gonna I'm not, not gonna win the Super Bowl with Higgins <clears throat> number one receiver I'm sorry but I, I I don't have an issue with Higgins or D- DPJ, sorry, I can't forget about Donald Jones. Yeah, that that that's the thing. But let's say let's say that something happens and Landry and OBJ are no longer with the Browns, and your wide receivers are Higgins, DPJ, um, Switzer. Yeah, I guess you know Kadero Hodge. Hodge, you know, Hodge, yeah, forgot about him. Dimitri yeah. Felton, I guess, would be in that in that that role. I don't think that that is terrible. Given the Browns' elite set of tight ends, right? True. Harrison Bryant, Austin Hooper, and David Njoku, and their elite set of running backs. Um, but you're right in the sense of people look at the stats that Rashard Higgins has put up and his efficiency, and he's much more efficient than Jarvis Landry. But Jarvis Landry is. I don't think that that means Higgins is better than Jarvis Landry. I, you run a fine line. I love Higgins. I ran out and I got a signed Colorado State helmet. You know, I've talked about him winning me a – dude, I love Higgins. I loved him since his junior year at Colorado State. Dude's a freak. I, you know, he's great. He's great. He's electric. I, I just – I don't know why people – to say that Higgins is def, definitely better than Jarvis Landry to me – is a little insane. I don't know why you you know what I mean people. There's people that you could. I think we can have a conversation about it. I don't think so. I would probably. I'm always going to have Landry higher, but we could have. We can sit down and have a conversation. I'll listen to you, but I don't know how you people are so confident that Higgins is better. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah, it makes sense. It's just that people think you can replace somebody. I mean, I get what they're saying. Like value wise, oh, you can replace him and save money. But I'm like, yeah. gotta look at the depth chart, man. Like that's yes. not a thing I want to have on my team for Baker Mayfield. His you're trying to get this guy to be an elite court. I mean, he's already elite quarterback, but you want him to be. I mean, Baker Mayfield could be one of the. He's already one of the best quarterbacks. He could be up there. I I don't have him up there with Mahomes and all those guys yet, but I think he could be an MVP. That's all I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, they're gonna run the football anyway. But at the end of the day, if the Browns win the Super Bowl, it's got to be on number six's back, dude. It's gonna have to be Baker Mayfield. Like they can run the ball, yeah. Anymore, but he's gonna have, Baker Mayfield is gonna make plays. Like, and he has to have the receivers though, and that's the part of Baker Mayfield maturation. I think he can be a MVP candidate next year if Odell's healthy. If everybody's healthy on the offense, I mean, he's got this great O line. I think, like I keep saying, he's got the best O line in football. Maybe the Colts have the best O line. That's fine, but um, top five O line. Yeah. Great coach that yeah. believes in them. Their attack. I mean, it, it, Browns just everything is there for them to win right now. And I bringing in Julio would be great. Like I said, I just don't think that's. Be awesome. I don't. Think be awesome. I don't think that's the thing they're gonna do. 
I don't. Soon. I think that they are. I think that this this if this front office front office has proven anything, it's that they're calling on anybody and everybody. And I think that they proved that last year when Cam Newton was a free agent, and we heard that they were talking about Cam Newton. That That's wasn't true. an indictment of Baker Mayfield. It's just this franchise is looking over every rock. Yeah. And I love it. I love it. If you if you can go get you don't know you don't know until you try. It's just like the the DeAndre the DeAndre Hopkins thing. You know, Grant, we're not in front offices, right? At the end of the day, we don't know what went all, all went down. But what we do know is after that trade happened, everybody in the world was going, What? For that? That's what you got for DeAndre Hopkins? Right? So my assumption, we let's let's assume that these are normal individuals. I would assume that half the NFL team franchises were kicking themselves in the ass saying, What man, we could have got DeAndre for that. You know what I mean? I, I you Thanks. know you don't know unless you try with Julio either. If you sit back and let it play out, dude. I mean that PFF trade where they were giving up a second, a third for him. God damn, that's nothing. I do no, that yeah. tomorrow for See, Julio. That, that, that's why I don't think that trade's gonna happen because the, the Falcons want a lot more for him than like what the media say is what it kind of. How do we know like, that though? It just sounds like listening to insiders like from the Atlanta people that that's. Like even Ben Albright, like he's not an Atlanta guy, he's Colorado, but the Brown the Broncos have been one of the teams in the offers and it's like it sounds like they want a lot more. That I feel like that trade would have happened on draft night. Well again, like, and Eric let's unless Eric they, and maybe shout out, Eric said the same Eric Eric said the same thing. Well, Eric, Eric Robinson to, from yeah, Pompaholic. Yeah. Um He's, he's, he's been, on the beat. He knows. Yes, yes, and he's been very much dismiss, very dismissive of the Julio Jones trade as well. And I believe Eric. I'm 100 in on Eric. It's just you know, it, it, it is hard not to think about because Julio is such a badass, and it would be cool. But man, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they. I don't know. I get what I think they Julio, want a first, third, and like a receiver back, like a receiver. Really, like they they want to move Calvin really up to a one, so they don't need a one back. Like that's why Jarvis Landry would be fine. Like I think, but are you going to give up a first and a third and Jarvis for Julio straight up? Because that I makes don't know. It, I, I would, that's a I would lot. Strongly consider it. I would strongly consider it. I but I also I would I would strongly consider it. Julio Jones is a top five wide receiver in my mind. He's a difference maker. But with that said, I don't know if they're they can ask that much. Julio isn't aging. He's aging. And they they're they're in salary cap hell, and I know that you said that they drafted Kyle Pitts because you feel like they're going all in, and I think Eric said something similar to you. Yeah, and, they they have. I mean, Hayden Hurst uh, is still pretty good. He's not a top tight end, but he's. I mean, they they could be fine. They're with not. Him they're end. but they're not good. Their that team was not good last year, and I don't really know why we're assuming that the addition that, of Kyle Pitts is going to make them good when we know rookie tight ends struggle. I know Kyle Pitts is a freak. But that's just a fact. We know that they struggle, yeah. and we see what this. See, even, he's either the one that you believe in positionless football, though. I mean, he's not even really like a tight end. That's fair. That's fair. That said, with that said, the reason why that is something of note is because tight ends in college, when you look at guys like Eric Ebron, Vernon Davis, uh, you know, David Njoku. Um, Callum Winslow, the guy, the reason those guys were so successful in college is because they are so big, they're so fast, and they're so strong. And then when you go to the NFL, everybody's a little bit bigger, everybody's a little bit faster, everybody's a little bit stronger. So that that all they have to adjust to that. The same thing, you know, Kyle Pitts, let's say, let's call we can go ahead and call him a wide receiver. That that's fine, but he the way, reasons he dominated. Are the same reasons why those guys dominate. So there's you could you True. could probably still anticipate he's a freak, 
He might not. He might be offensive rookie of the year. I don't know. But I don't think it's insane to predict that he there's some adjustment period. The oh, reason yeah, you he's see a lot of these – He'll be a pro bowler first year. I mean, he – Maybe. Uh, he might be. I don't know. I don't think he will be. I think he'll have a good season. It depends. Like, it just – it's a weird spot for me, Josh, because, like, he is a tight end. He was, he's the highest drafted tight end ever. But – oh, sorry ever? about that. Yeah, there's, he's the highest drafted tight end ever. Four overall. I don't think there's been a tight end drafted higher than him. Um, God, I think that that's wrong. Who, maybe Ozzy? There was Ozzy drafted. I know Ozzy. No, was, it's definitely not Ozzy. I don't know, man. Look, I think he is. Look it up, though. Make sure I'm right. Oh um, man, I'm not sure. Dude. I just think it's it's a weird spot because he's all those tight ends you named. I feel like they they really relied on them a lot, man. Like they got double teamed. This dude's gonna be one on one. Like, you know, he's got Julio Calvin Ridley. Yeah. And yeah, got, you're right. And he's got, uh, I mean, he's got Matt Ryan, who people talk about Matt Ryan all day. Falcons fans are weird about Matt Ryan. He's a really big group that doesn't like him. The group that loves him thinks he has a few years left. I'm on the other side. I think he does. You're have right. A he, years by the way, left. you're right. He is the highest drafted by one pick. Who is, who's, uh, who's the closest one? Riley Vernon? Odoms in 1972 out of Houston. Oh, who the fuck is that? I thought it'd be Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis is the best tight end I've seen. Number like, six in, yeah. in the combine. Like, yeah, he's a freak. Dude. But Pitts is close, dude, because like his numbers are really similar. He's bigger, too, I think, or maybe the same Pitts? size. He might he, be bigger. Like, he's taller, but he's not as ripped. Oh, hell no! <laughs> hell, I've seen Vernon Davis and like I well, not like at a game. Like versus the Chargers, dude, he's super. He's but uh, yeah. But no, anyway, what I'm trying to say about Falcons is, I don't think the Falcons are that far away. They lost. I can't uh, believe you're saying that. I'm. Why they, lost, saying that? they lost seven games by single digit points, man. I mean, they that's that's a close team. Like they had a lot of injuries. They got a, a coach. I really like their coach for for this program. I mean, I think it's kind of Stefanski move a little bit. Like they're gonna go, they're gonna, Arthur Smith is a good coach. He he knows how to coach up tight ends and quarterbacks yeah. well. Um, had a good offense. You're right. Yeah, I'm good not offense. Argue with that. He's hired a really good staff. Um, they're doing a little bit more analytics in the um, front office department. Not not Browns level, but somewhat. Um, and there's some things there that they like, and they're going all in. I think with the draft picks they made, they picked a lot of veteran guys, a lot of guys that have a lot of playing time. It seems like that's they're not going project. They're going like you're, hey. you're making you're making a solid argument. But you're I guess the, the division Panthers, solid team. But we don't know. I mean, Sam Darnold quarterback. They got Christian McCaffrey. Good defense. We'll see. They really good defense. So obviously Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, um, and then Tampa, the Bay, Tampa Bay and New Orleans are insane. They're both. They're both. The Saints are great. I don't think the Saints are great anymore. You like James a lot more than me, man. I love James, which is so I, funny because we had Ryan Keith on the show. Shout out to Ryan Keefe. Just had a baby yesterday. Congrats. Uh, Ryan, we had Ryan Keefe on the show who we got in a very, very intense argument because he we were talking about the, when Winston Mariota came out and how much better Winston was, yada, yada, yada. And I disagreed with that. But uh, I do. I think Winston's a good quarterback. I think he's a great quarterback. I mean, shit. He threw for like 7 million yards and he was blind. He was blind, Donovan. He- <laughs> this, is, this is his chance to show if he's good. He has no excuses because he's got weapons. Eye surgery. He yeah, had eye surgery. He can I'm see saying, that. Even when he played, though, like he wasn't – he was good. He's not bad. He's just a bottom 
tier starting quarterback, and that's not no. what he was. See, that's for. not fair. It depends on how you look at it. it that it, guy's it, not going to be a top ten quarterback, man. In the NFL, he's why? Just not. Tell me why. He just doesn't have it, man. Mentally, like, and he's inaccurate. He threw thirty-one interceptions. Pause. You can't pause, throw that pause, many interceptions. Pause. pause. Mentally, I agree with you hundred percent. That's his issue. That's that's like the, half the difference. Game. You're, no, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, but there, but he has. If you just look at his traits, right? Like, let's say, let's use let's use Madden as an example. Let's say you're given, you know, or arm strength rating, accuracy ranking, you know, you know what I mean. Like, and take mental mental out of it. God damn, dude! There's not a whole lot of quarterbacks that have a stronger, more accurate arm than him. And he's, he's the most interceptions, like those. Ever, but <laughs> if you look at those interceptions, they're not they're not inaccurate. It's not like. It's not like when you saw Deshaun Kaiser throw picks where it's like, dude, where are you going with that? You know what I mean? It's like he's trying to thread the needle and it didn't it's like it's like it's not interceptions where he's inaccurate, it's interceptions to where you shouldn't be throwing the ball there. Does that make sense? And there's a difference. It's yeah. there's a difference between I think they got a poor a, decision. They had him throwing a lot too. I, I, but he's gonna have to throw a lot with New Orleans, maybe not as much, but because But if he get, if he if he's proven that he's more he's a more intelligent player. Do, here, here's the argument. Do I don't you, even know if he starts. I think Taysom Hill's going to end up starting games too. They, I think if they're going to go back and forth, it's going to be kind of a whole saga. I don't think either of them are the starting quarterback next year. <laughs> really. If he can't be, if if Jameis can't be Taysom Hill, he's done. I think Jameis is going to. He's just a quarterback that will win you the game and have a bunch of highlights, like you said, one week, and then the next week he'll throw four decisions <laughs> and lose you the game. And I don't think Sean Payton. Sean Payton's going to have a headache doing that. And Taysom. Is it going to really do anything bad? Or is not going to win you the game? He's not going to lose it. They're like the polar opposite of each other. I just I don't know. That's the problem. Is that Sean Payton's been with Drew Brees for so long? I don't know how much. How much? He, yeah, how much he can take of Jameis's four interception games? Well, I don't have, know how, have how games where he throws four touchdowns, like you said, and four hundred yards, and you're like, God, this is a Heisman Trophy winning top. I don't. Quarterback. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how how much he was pulling the, the puppet strings. Does that make sense? Like Bruce Arians doesn't do that. Bruce Arians says, okay, you're the quarterback. I'm going to call the plays. You do what you need to do. Right. So Tom Brady's a very smart player. Right. So Tom Brady, he figures out what, you know what I mean? Like he, you know, Carson Palmer was the same way. He kind of does what he wants within the offense. Right. Bruce Arians lays out the rules. You follow the, within those rules, you do what you want. Right. Like it's kind of like giving a kid a coloring book. Dude, here you can use any color you want. But stay in the lines. You know what I mean? I don't know how Sean Payton is. Was if he was like that, and, and Jameis Winston has to make big boy decisions like he did with Bruce Arians. I think you're right. I think he's in trouble. But if Sean Payton is more hands on, like Bill Belichick's not like that. Bill Belichick is very much like you're going to do what I say, or else you're going to go home. If he's like that, then I think Winston can succeed. Just Winston can't make any decisions, and I don't know why. It seems I don't like know Payton's, gonna, not, Payton's the main play caller, and he's a so I, it would seem to me that. Since he's the majority play caller and the head coach, that he's very hands on. It seemed like that way last year when Jameis had to come in and when Taysom played. Because when Taysom, I mean, he, he clearly like had a game plan each for both of them. That was yeah. Obviously, I mean, Taysom got more reps than Jameis last year, but obviously he had to change the game plan hundred percent. You know, when, when Nine was out there uh, and Taysom Hill, but I don't know, man. We'll see. I just uh, you know Ian books there too, but <laughs> oh my god, for your boy Nate, right? Nathan, <laughs> but uh, he just texted me, by the way, like during this show right now. I don't know what it said, but it's Nathan Atkins. That's his name, right? Yeah, he just texted yeah. you just now. 
Yeah, I don't know what it said. I can't look at it because um, the screen will mess up and freeze. <laughs> but he just texted me. But anyway, that's why I brought Ian Book up. But uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. I, I, I'm not saying I hate Jameis. I did like Mariota over Jameis coming out, but they both. You don't like Jameis. You don't like Jameis. Of all the people you brought up on this I don't podcast. Hate him. I don't hate him. Let me, let me rank the people that you hate. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't hate him. I just don't yeah, think he's. He's going to be in the NFL for a long time, man, but he's never going to be. He'll always kind of start games for people, but he's never going to be. I have never heard you say anything nice about Jameis Winston. Jameis was fun, man, like covering Florida State. Yeah, but you even said back then, when we talk about his days at Florida State, you talk, you give a lot of credit to his talent because he had Kelvin Benjamin, Rashad Green. It's just weird that like, some people just – other people can have a lot of talent and other, somebody else can. It's just like people are like, oh, well. I'm like, dude, yeah, Jalen Ramsey, Dalvin Cook. <laughs> yeah, see, it's, one of the best, it's one of the best teams of all time. Yeah, sort of and then when Their you talk about Marcus Mariota, we talk about how Oregon – He had some – I mean, his his team wasn't as good, but he it's Oregon. Like, you know the offense they ran. He's running like 700 plays a year. I mean, his stats are going to be a little inflated. Plus, he ran all those, like, screen passes on no huddles where it's like – just crosses, easy double. And for the record, yeah. I did. I liked Jameis more than Marcus Mariota. Who was the other just, quarterback in that draft, Josh? There was another. There was a couple. There was because it was them two, one and two, and then there's another one. I don't remember, man. I don't have my uh, laptop in front of me right now, sadly, because I was watching the PGA. On there, but, um, um, I I can look it up real quick. But like, I actually had Jameis higher than Marcus Mariota in that draft. But the difference was Marcus Mariota gets labeled a bust. And Jameis Winston, the, the argument was who was the bigger bust at the time. And they've got time; they're not bust yet. I don't think. No, they're done. I mean, they're they're they're, they're done. Jay, I thought you said Jameis was <laughs> good still. No, I think there's time, but you can. I think it's you can. I don't think can, they're bust they can, yet. They can turn it around, but it's it's very much like like Tommy Maddox, right? Was Tommy Maddox a bust, even though he won NFL player, you know, comeback player of the year, and he came back and led the Steelers to the playoffs? I think if you talk to most I don't Denver think he's fans, a bust. I think he's just saying like average. Tommy Maddox? Bust. Yeah, he's an average quarterback. He's not a bust. Like, I mean, Tannehill Tannehill's different. He he's doing really well now, but people will label Tannehill a bust early, obviously. And now, Eric Grayson was the next quarterback taken. Who? Garrett Grayson was the next quarterback. Taken. Okay, to the, the Saints. Saints, the Saints yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is funny. Damn, Garrett Grayson was the next. What was he? Second round? Third. There wasn't a quarterback taken until. Oh uh-huh. shit! <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Yeah, that was a uh, weak quarterback class. Like, it was like it was like. Well, everyone thought Jameis and Mariota would be really good, and then it was like huge drop off. I remember that. Everyone was saying like, "There's just two quarterbacks in this class. That's it." Yeah, Sean Mannion, or, Bryce Petty. Oh. Man, Hundley, my God, man. Trevor Simeon. Oh, that's a horrible draft class. Jesus Christ. No pro, no pro Bowls. I, I think no, that you not it, one damn I think you can call those guys. I don't know. I don't know if you can call them bus. I think you might be right there. We'll we'll we'll, we'll wait on not that. Yet. It's like the, it's mean, the Tommy, yeah, but it is the Tommy Maddox effect, right? Like if someone takes you, they expect you to be the guy, not for you to leave and be the guy somewhere yeah, else. True. If you leave and be the guy somewhere else, you do get deducted points, right? But I mean Tommy yeah, Maddox is. had to go to the goddamn XFL to get his way back in the NFL. Just because he had a career, you know, a good second half of his career, you, that does take you down a couple notches as far. You know, is he Ryan Leaf? No. No. But, but like Tannehill, you were saying, like, he would be considered a bust when he was in the Dolphins. But then now, you know, 
he's having a great career. He's still got yeah. a, a long, long career ahead of him, so I don't want to label fair. him yet. But yeah, right, I, I, I think right. Mariota, obviously Mariota's a backup quarterback, so he has less of a chance. But Jameis is Thomas now, man. He's got – he's in a better situation than he was the first team. I mean, he's really – yeah, he's, he's messed up so much and heard it from the media. Now he has, like, this whole story about, like, the comeback season. Everybody wants to be – Dude, you he's know. such a weird guy, though. He's so weird, man. This is a good spot for him, man. I'm excited to see Jameis. I hope, I hope it works out for him, though. Even though I don't hate him, man, I, I really hope it works out for him. Like, I just don't see it. But if yeah, it's going to work we out, we don't root against players. But. No, Mariota's different because he, he's cars back up. You know, he could. He's one of the probably hot commodities to get traded. Well, his so, his issue is injury. Loose injury. He looked pretty good last year too, though, man. When when yeah, the car. Really- He's he's a spot starter though, low end, like Teddy Bridgewater. Same. That's I think what I thought, that's what I thought about him. Yeah, I, I think he, it's hard for you to come back. If if Jameis Winston becomes a smarter football player, he'll be great. It's Marcus Mariota has to not get hurt. That's I think that's a harder task. Harder. You know what I mean? Yeah, because Mariota's smart as hell. He's probably one of the yeah. He, that was it. That was the only knock on Mariota. He just he just always got hurt. I mean, you know, people. I don't really know why people shit on him like he was not good. I mean, you know, it took just took the playoffs when they had nobody. They had that running offense, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah. didn't he's ha- not good at the. He just can't throw deep. He he doesn't even really try to throw deep balls. I, yeah, he, I didn't think he was that bad at it. They just that's not something they did. I don't think he, he even asked him to do that. Yeah, what, like <laughs> if you switch Jameis's arm strength and then gave Mariota or Mariota the mental game with Jameis, that'd be nice to have. Jameis would be sick, dude, if he had. I don't know, man. They, I hate it for both of those quarterbacks because they were really good. It was fun watching those guys. I mean, they got to play each other even in college yep. um, towards the end there, so that was cool. But, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Um, that's that division. What I was trying to say is the division's not – and the Saints are still a playoff team, but they're not scaring anybody anymore, dude. Like, really. You don't um, think so? No. Not really. The, the Tampa Bay is, obviously. I mean, it's the best team in football, but, like, that's it's one team, like, you finish second in that division. The Falcons can win 10 games is what I'm trying to say. Well, I guess it's 17 games this year, so they probably need to win 11. Because <laughs> I, I forgot it's 17. I hate that shit. I'm old I school. I want six. I want, I'm, I'm not going to say teams need to be 10 and 7 or some shit. Like, that's weird. I know. Or 10 I and know. 10. I don't know why they keep extending these seasons. That, that's a good conversation for a podcast. It's good for fantasy oh, football, though. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, there's a certain point where you stop forgetting that these people are human beings. You, you get wearing the tire. You know, there's a reason. It, I, I want to witness greatness, right? I want to be able to see Saquon healthy, be health. You know, Saquon Barkley be healthy. You know what I mean? Like it's just 17 games is a lot. It's a lot, and it, it makes the game veer more towards the pass. And I just it's gonna be I'm, a I'm, damn passing seven on seven. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I like the game how it is right now, but like, I don't want them to change it. Like, it's good right now. Like, we don't need to. The past ten years of football have been great to me. It hasn't really changed too much in the past decade. See, um, man, I, I, but twenty I, years though, I like, really enjoyed watching Ladanian Tomlinson, uh, Maurice Jones-Drew, Eddie George. You know, LT is yeah. I mean, that's. You know, they're still LTs, not not LTs. Don't. But yeah, those guys aren't those seventeen like, games. Is a lot. Those no, you're guys, talking about the whole season. Yeah, that's a no, lot to ask like for McCaffrey a guy. Those those and... the day of those running backs taking over a game. I don't think it's gonna. It's just it's a lot. Seventeen games to get that many carries. It's just it's it's just it's unnecessary. You know who the best team is? 
You don't need 17 games, man. They do the same thing in college. We, can, you know, that's a conversation we should have in another podcast too. It's like, oh, well, they're amateur athletes. They're amateur athletes. They're amateur athletes. And you know me, I, again, I'm a very old school individual. I don't think that they should be. I, I, I have. Uh, I want to be very careful because last time we talked about this, I got grilled. I have no problem discussing guys getting paid for their likeness. Yeah, as far I'll, as schools, should, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I agree with you. They. I'm all about guys who get paid for their likeness. Like, but Baker Mayfield as, made Oklahoma's or John Johnny Manziel is always the best example because that whole yeah. stadium renovation was like based off him and Mike Evans. Yes. All the all the number I have a number two A and M jersey with Manziel on the back. I had it when he was in college. Like, he should get paid for that. Like, I'm a grown man wearing his jersey while he's in college. He should be making money off of it. And I'm okay having a conversation about that. Yeah. As far as schools giving these guys money or paying these guys. I'm against that. These guys yeah. are in college, you know. And I, I know I didn't play at Ohio State, but I was around the Ohio State program. That's a pretty large program, you know. I did play Division One college ball. Again, small program, but you you, you tell lose them, Josh. Tell at them, a Josh. certain point. <laughs> no, but at a certain point, you lose. I mean, that was the big problem with Terrell Pryor, is that at a certain point he was he didn't feel he was any he was a, he was a college student, right? You're, you're, and you see that with the transfer portal opening up, dude. Have you looked at the transfer portal? This is a conversation we're going to have to have have later. But the transfer portal. So when you enter the transfer portal, you give up your scholarship, okay? Right? Yeah. And then you have to hope that you can get a scholarship from another from another school. Right now, there's more players in the transfer portal than there are scholarships available. Because you can't give out teams. If you lose a player to the transfer portal, you don't get an extra scholarship. Each team gets like 28 scholarships. Division Division one FBS program gets like 28 scholarships a year. So if you lose, if you transfer out, that's not an extra scholarship that they gain. Are you? Did no, you know that? Are you aware of this? Yeah, I knew that. And those kids aren't going to, you know, there's not a lot of gray shirts. Um, there's a few, but there's not a lot of gray shirts. And, you know, you can only redshirt. Those guys in the portal aren't going to want to redshirt. Like, and when you, know you transfer like, out, they want to play and, right away. And you have these guys, and I have no problem with guys transferring. I have no problem at all. But you're having guys transferring because they're trying to get an opportunity to make it to the NFL, right? You have guys like Tate Martell who are on their third school. The pro, we've we've made this culture to where these guys, every even the guys that aren't going to make it, feel like they got to make. They're going to make it, and that's not good. That's not good for you're not you're. I'm all for getting these guys healthy and pay. I but you're you got you got playing six months. You know they're playing 14 games now. You know what I mean? It's just there's a fine there's a fine line. And these guys, a guy like is is how is is Tate Martell better? Tate Martell better off transferring once, realizing it's not for him, having a sit down conversation with someone and getting a, a degree in something that's worth his time. And being a professional, or is it, should he transfer four goddamn times? You know, he did just graduate from Miami, by the way. Like, did last he? Week. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but what's, what's his degree in? Oh, like business management or some shit. Oh, it is okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, but it's just. But, but, yeah, but, he I, did I, just, but I know Jimmy. I'm just saying he did just graduate. So shout out to Tate. Yeah, graduating from Miami. Um, he actually like couldn't transfer because he's still in college at Miami, but now he can. So that's good. He's in, he's in the transfer portal, though. He's in the portal, yeah, but he was, like, waiting because he's still in classes in Miami. But now he's done. So, Because oh. you don't want to be at Miami going to class. <laughs> You're, like, trying but to you, can, you can do that. You guys can. Do that yeah. all the time. It's, it's yeah. tough. Yeah, you can. It's, it's hard. It's 
I give those well, guys you just credit. Don't go to you're just, you don't go to football practice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Kelly Kelly Bryant entered the transfer portal halfway through the the college football season when he was at Clemson. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of still, guys. You know, he went to class. I mean, I, yeah, I agree with you on that. I like the portal and everything. It's cool, but yeah, I'm cool with it. It's just you you gotta be either you just ride that fine line. You're it's just, a lot of games. Yeah. It's a lot. It's I mean, a lot. You, you want to sit here and tell me that they're stu- they're students, they're college students first, and then I'm staring at a 16 game schedule. You know what I mean? It's like, well, that's an NFL schedule. You're making these kids play an NFL. Schedule. Hey, at least, at least now they can't. You remember with old school days, and they're like, oh, that schedule's tough when they like rookies when they had to play in like December and January in the NFL. Now they like, no one even talks about that anymore. Like I remember, I, I used to, I used to hear that all the time. Like, can he last a whole NFL season? That's a lot different from the now. It's like, <laughs> no, you don't hear that at all because I mean, guys, thing. you know, if you go to the college football playoff. Shit, that's it, dude. Some, I mean, that's it. You're playing yeah. the NFL schedule. I've talked to a couple of players though that said, "Well, the player I talked to was a, uh, I talked to Alabama guy, so a little different because he was saying like, dude, we, he said they really don't even play a full schedule because like they blow out so many teams. Alabama. <laughs> He's like, yeah. we only play like half games and shit because <laughs> he was talking about how Tua played like really, literally like he played all these games, but like if you look at his snaps, like he didn't like he played play like a game. half, he played like eight yeah. half games." Yeah, that's fair. That's but fair. That's, I, I think that's, that's, that's the average college team. Who's the average college team? Arizona Wildcats, right? Six yeah. and six every year, pretty much. Whatever. Sorry, Arizona fans. But <laughs> I mean, those, those guys are playing twelve games, and they've got a bowl game that's thirteen, and they got to wait a long ass time for those bowl games. You know that? Yeah, so, man. You know, and, and some of those guys will make they it play in the Pac twelve championship. That's fourteen games, like. Yeah, and a lot of those guys are. A lot of those guys will make it in the NFL. I'm not. Saying yeah, Arizona. Not, some, guys, some of them. Some of them aren't going to make it. It's just like when everybody talks oh, about – when we talk about the likeness too, you, you see it. You, you When I talk to people that don't follow – everybody who follows college football, and I'm not bashing anyone's intelligence, but everyone assumes that college football is like Alabama, and it's not. There's a – you know, there's Akron's. There's Kent State's. There's Mercer's. There's other – you know, Valparaiso. There's other college – you know, the MAC, Sunbelt teams. Those guys – they're not going to benefit from that, and that's the majority of college football. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. so. Some of that stuff needs to be considered when these rules change. Those it Alabama does. guys, a lot of those Alabama guys, are going to go on and they're going to make money in the NFL. And even if they don't, they have a little bit of a cult following. You know, just like Ohio State. Even if you suck at Ohio State, you you can make a good living signing autographs. Oh, yeah. and Jacob Coke, Jacob Coker did autograph signing. Uh... A couple of weeks ago in Alabama, you remember Jacob Coker? Dude? Yeah, dude. See, that's what he that's was. What he I'm had saying. a line wrapped around the den. My buddy was there. He got he does a lot of autographs and signings too. And he's like, dude, it was like an hour and a half, two hour wait. I was like, for Coker, bro. Like he's like, See? yeah, he won a championship. <laughs> that like, shit ain't happening for guys yeah. at Akron. No, you know what I mean. That's an so, outlier, man. Like if you got a Kareem Hunt type of guy, then yeah, like. Whatever. But that, but that's not. Or, it, great, or not, great, what, what's the kid from uh, Coastal? Grayson McCall, like that guy. Yeah, like he—he's a name. He, he has a jersey sales. He's like probably one of the only Does guys he? on that team. Yeah, I'm sure he has like local j- jersey sales and likeness he can do around Carolina. He's a big name, dude. Maybe Grayson. Maybe. Oh yeah, I'm just trying to think of a small school guy that's like or tr- 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 what's the 49ers? Uh, Bo- Boise, Boise State. What's the kid? Trey Lance. Trey Lance. That's a good example because there's nothing in North Dakota. Coast, yeah, tra- Coast Carolina might struggle a little bit because yeah, there's other. There's so many other teams. In yeah, or like Appy State. Appy State's. Well, no, yeah, Trey Lance is a perfect example though because they don't have anything like. Yeah, he might it. be able to go to a college. Wyoming's, Wyoming's the only four-year university in yeah. Wyoming. 
So, he, might, he might have been able to make a little bit of money, but I don't think it's as much. You know, you're gonna have, you ch- your Chase Youngs, your JT Barrett, your Johnny Menzel, your yeah, Derek yeah, Henrys. Yeah. Those guys are gonna make millions of dollars while they're in college. But a large majority of these guys, they're not. You're just making the gap between the haves and the have-nots even bigger, right? Do you? Do we talk about parity in college football? That's one of the reasons it's great. It's you know, a guy, you know, Boise State can beat Oklahoma. You know, but when you create these rules, people just don't consider that. But then we kind of went off of a tangent there. I was just, you know, I just feel like sometimes we lose sight that these people are human beings. Yeah, you know? I mean, football is actually, I mean, football, too, it's like football is obviously what we always talk about, but then there's like basketball, which is a big sport. March Madness makes a ton of money. And honestly, the NCAA makes more money off of the March Madness. That's a whole different argument. Yeah, well, like, but, but basketball is also yeah. a different sport, right? Just like swimming or volleyball. I, the wear on your body is not the same. You know what I mean? No, it's, You're bad. it's just it's just not. It's not. You get more small school big. Play. I mean, John Morant right now. I know you yeah. don't really watch basketball, but that dude at Murray, he went to Murray State. He's one rookie of the year. He's a star player now in the NBA. He would have made so much money from. And you know Murray State, dude. You yes. gotta play them. The Raiders. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's not a big school. <laughs> Murray State. I don't know if you played them, but Murray State. We did. We did play did. them. I, I, they I had they, they had an Ohio State running back that transferred to them. Uh, Okay. When I was in school, I can't remember the guy's name now. Yeah. Or shoot, Adam Morrison, Gonzaga, whatever, like yeah. somebody like that. Like, uh, but yeah, your JJ Reddicks and Blake Griffins that went to Oklahoma Duke and all these big school, North Carolina guys, like they're, they're going to make Zion, right? That's a, yeah. a perfect example, too. Zion made, they, they did a study on how much money he would have made if you, obviously, Zion Williamson, he's a star. Before yeah. he even got there, that's different. But like you said, the Toledo's, Toledo's basketball team, who the, I I can't name you one guy off of that basketball team, dog, like yeah. ever. So like, is he really gonna like? What is he gonna make? Like, I know, so, yeah. So you're making yeah. the you're making the so you know you have a lot of these high school recruits that maybe a, a guy like Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger went to Miami, Ohio to play to play right because he knew if he went to a big school, he'd be sitting the bench. Well, now if you know you can get paid at a local car dealership, you might go to Ohio State just to sit the bench and cash a check. I don't know if that's the best. Situ- you know what I mean? Like you just you're muddy in the waters a little bit, and I just, I I, I, yeah, I agree with that. I think it'll still be some cases like a Joe Burrow though, where he, he I mean, that guy leaves Ohio State as a bench guy and then goes to LSU and boom, I mean, there goes his millions. <laughs> you know, and he true. had to work at it. It just didn't happen like that overnight. Obviously, but I'm saying, but like, he might not so- have left. He might not have left if he was still getting paid. Because he was Mr. Ohio, he's from Athens. You he think might not so? Have though? Ohio State. You think he would have taken like a little? I mean, think about. I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. You, yeah. if, if he, Maybe I, some guys, he, he probably some guys would have left. Some guys like, wouldn't have taken the chance. Is what you're saying? They wouldn't have taken the chance. Yeah, to... he, he probably would have left because he comes from a family that did. He's not. But you've you've talked to some of these dudes, right? Your bro's family is not very. Huh. Oh, Javon Kinlaw is the always dude. Yeah, that's his that guy would never that guy would never leave if someone's given. You know what I mean? Like I just I feel like you muddy the waters a little bit on what what's going on. But Joe, a guy like Joe Burrow probably still would leave because he don't need his family is fairly well off, from my understanding. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's what I'm saying. That family like doesn't need the money. Yeah. Trying to say. It's Kinlaw, dude. Yeah, they live in a homeless shelter, bro, in college. So yeah, that's a yeah. lot of pressure, dude. I mean, you talk to that kid. That kid dealt with that pressure for a long time. It's He's just, crying, it's, bro. I know it's, it's the just, only it's, player it's I've weird. interviewed that cried before. That shit it's was just crazy. You, we we create this atmosphere where we don't think of them as it's. We think of we don't we it's so we only think about them as human beings when something weird happens, like whether it's uh you know. I don't want to. I don't want to get. 
I, I don't know. Like if so, if like when Ryan Chazier got paralyzed, like that now we're we're talking about him being a human being. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah. I don't. We pick and choose. We, we pick and choose when they're people. We pick and choose when they're athletes, and we pick and choose when they're millionaires. And when you you don't think about all those guys, you know, at Browns Wire, I try to do a good job of focusing on those guys. That I mean, Blake Jackson, the wide receiver, he's in training camp for the Browns every year. He's made the roster like twice. He's been in training camp like five times in a row. That dude plays football year round, Donovan. He plays football year round. He goes three NFL. He last year he went. He was in an NFL training camp. He played okay in the spring. He played in the spring league. He got picked up in the CFL with the CFL training camp. Got picked up by the Browns with the Browns training camp. Was with the Browns for a couple weeks. Got cut. Then he went to the spring league in the, in the in the fall, and then he played in the spring league in the spring again. That dude didn't get a break because he's out there grinding. He's just trying to yeah. live his dream, trying to follow, follow his dream. And get you know and do it for a living, bro. But when you think about but when you talk about the NFLPA, you talk about contracts and all this, everybody focuses on guys like Patrick Mahomes, Baker Mayfield. The guys that are getting paid, there's just there's more layers to it. Just like when we talk about college football, everybody talks about you know, and I'm guilty of it too. You, you talk about Ohio State, Michigan, but you don't think about those guys at Miami, Ohio, or those guys at Akron. You know, they're people Central too. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, exactly. You know, what I mean, it's like we got. I don't know. The, the the shit gets muddied sometimes, and but that that's a that's a discussion that we should talk about at another podcast. Really exploring what our thoughts are on the on the transfer portal and expanded playoffs, right? Because that's even more games for these college kids that are amateur athletes. I mean, you know, like I said, I'm a pretty old school individual, but you know, yeah, uh, how yeah. Many, but I mean, how many games can can a goddamn amateur play? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and and. I agree with you too on the um. You you brought up a good point about the wear and tear because a lot of people would say, "Well, basketball guys have to play all these games." I'm like, "That's different, man." Like you ask any hoop, you ask any hooper. Like I've interviewed some of those guys too. Like they that is they've they've never complained about that. Like they will play back to backs. Now they don't want to play too many back to backs. Like, but they'll play a back to backer. They they grew up in AAU tournaments. They play like three or four times a day, dude. Like. You know what I mean? That, I mean? That's basketball. It's different. Like you can't compare basketball yeah. to football. Cause... And I don't want. I don't want to say that the, what, each sport has their own. Just like gymnastics, right? Gymnastics is just you going out there. Even track. Each sport has their own wear and tear that they contain. I'm not bashing any of those other sports, but football, you're slamming into each other. It's the the, the shelf like you. No one. No one's ever playing a pickup game of football. Right, you don't, you don't, yeah. Fifty-year-olds don't go out and play a pickup game of football. That ain't happening. At the right? Y, yeah. Yeah, you're not seeing show. You're not seeing videotapes of Adam Sandler playing football. You're right. Either, but you could, you, exactly. you can go shoot. You could go shoot hoops till they die, pretty much, right? Unless something, you know, you get wear on your knees, right? Some of those guys can't, they, you know, they walk funny because you know their knees are all messed up because they run, you know. But football, you know, we talk about CTE and shit. I mean, those companies. We, I think Earl Campbell was at an autograph signing uh, a couple. Like this past weekend, I think he's in a goddamn wheelchair. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. football's just it's just different. It just it's just flat out the the tear on your the wear and tear on your body is more detrimental to your your quality of life. I think does that make sense? Makes perfect sense, man. Like I said, I, yeah. talking to basketball guys is just like they don't really even bring that shit up. Like football players I've talked to be like, yeah, like we got to get get rested. <laughs> like football, yeah. basketball is just like you go and you play and. Like your legs are tired, like you say, your knees a little bit, and you know you get injuries in basketball, but it's just not the same, dog. Like, yeah, you, you get in, well, you get injured taking a shower. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, like dropped the soap the other day. And I think I threw up my back. <laughs> you yeah. can't get injured doing anything, bro. Thirty, you know? thirty life, thirty life. Yeah, it's yeah. it part of it. Yeah, but I mean, football is just. I mean, that's why it's American football is tough, man. I mean, it's it tough is. to play every week and 
That's why it's so fun to have it once a week because I couldn't. Even those short weeks, man, it's tough for some of those guys that play on like Thursday night and have yeah, to come back and play. Yeah. Sure. Or Monday, the Monday night football games and then come back and play on Sunday. Are those kids and doing action on Thursday nights? They got to go to class, and it's just it's it's. We don't think about that stuff. We don't think about how hard it is for. Yeah, for I've never. Kids. That'd be something I want to ask, ask a Mac player. I've never asked a Mac player about having to play on Thursday and Wednesday night so much because I've yeah I've, I've been to be uh, the coolest Mac player interview was the Western Michigan quarterback from a few years ago. Um, man, I can't think of his name right now. Help me out, man. Western Michigan. Phil Lester. He no, I don't know who that is, but that's Western Michigan quarterback. He bro, there's, there's so many. He was just there like in the past five years, like. I can't think of his name. He was a three-year, four-year starter. Like, I'm sorry. Was it was it Tim Lester, dude? No, not Tim Lester. Damn it. Actually, Tim Lester. He, he, he got picked up by the Ravens practice squad, but he ended up not playing for him. I can't think of his name, but he was he was he was one of my favorite interviews ever. I can't think of his name. I can't believe you don't know his name. Oh, Zach Terrell. Zach Terrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach Terrell. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Terrell. He, I love that guy, man. I I got like 30 minutes with him. Yeah, he was like good. Football cool. Rockets. Yeah, he was cool. He 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 knew he was gonna play that. So he was, I'm gonna play for as long as I can, man. <laughs> he's like, I got I got stuff bro. I want to do after football, man. Like you know, he's like, I want to be a business executive. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's doing now. I saw. Well, he wa- he wanted to be an NFL quarterback, but he, you he know, wanted who, who's man. who's the old Kansas quarterback that's uh that won the Orange Bowl? Reesing, Todd Reesing, Todd Reesing, yeah, Todd Reesing like sells insurance now, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what Coker does in Alabama. He sells he sells insurance, yeah. life insurance. Yeah. So I mean, that's what a lot of those guys have to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For Zach sure. Tur- it just seemed like Zach Terrell kind of like I, I like uh, I've heard Greg uh, McElroy or McElroy, excuse me, speak, and he already like yeah, he played like three years in NFL, but he already had like a plan what he wanted to do after. Like some of the guys don't have yeah. a plan. Like they have like a plan. They'll be like, well, I want to do that, but they don't have like a a plan. Plan. Like they have a major and they want to do something. But like, like Mahomes, like I guess that's, kind of, that's not a good example because he got drafted so high in baseball. <laughs> but yeah, yeah like uh, well, Lamar Jackson, like he was going to play in the NFL and be good, or yeah. I don't know what the hell his backup plan was going to be. Like you know, <laughs> like, so. I, I told you, I, you know, I, I told you off air. I'm not going to drop any names on the podcast, but from my time at Ohio State, it would blow your mind how many people are driving an Audi R8, which is an eighty thousand dollar car. Maybe I'm exaggerating a little. They're, they're at least sixty grand though. And then six months later, they're calling me saying, "Hey, dude, uh, is uh, is your job hiring?" Like, you know what I mean? Like that shit happens. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. It is. It's wild. It's wild. But that, that that's life. Um, I wanted to talk about Tim Tebow a little bit before you get, we got off here because I know that that was kind of a hot. I saw you retweeting it. And you were kind of passionate about that. Um, I don't know, man. I got a lot of hate from that. From a lot of respect for people, but you got a lot of hate from it, and I don't know why. You want to talk about it a little bit? Cause I feel yeah, like, I man, feel like it's just like it's not that deep. Like I don't know, people are like, I feel yeah, bad. You nailed it. You nailed it. That's the sentence. That's yeah. the that's the argument. It's not that goddamn deep. People are like, why really? are so people so passionate I, about it? Yeah, I guess. Okay, when people, and it was it was genius too. It was a genius sign. Tell me, to, it, it, uh, shout out to Ryan <laughs> Ryan Stewart, who's on Urban Meyer's staff a few years ago at Ohio State. This this is a genius play by Urban Meyer because if he comes in his his I can't remember his exact words but he said if he comes in and he sucks 
Who cares? You cut him, you ain't paying him dick, and you still sold a shit ton of jerseys. And let's not forget the dudes from Florida. Where what? Oh, from Jacksonville, Florida, not just Florida. Florida. Yeah, no shit. They've been waiting so, on signing him for like 10 years, bro. They wanted to draft him. Dude, dude. Because they had Blaine Gabbert, and they were like, I mean, they probably might as well just draft him. <laughs> and if, but, and if yeah. he is good, if he is good, then he looks like a goddamn hero. What I don't understand, we know, and it's not like they hired some dude. It, Tim Tebow was a good athlete. Are we just not remembering? And it's not like he stopped playing football. It's not like he he stopped playing sports and lost forty pounds. He played for the Mets like two years ago or like last year. Like last year, he played last year. He played professional. He played a professional sport last year. We've seen him. He still weighs like two hundred forty pounds. That thing said it's bigger right now. I I don't understand what like, the, I don't I don't understand where the hate comes from. I just, it's, it's so crazy, People are just putting way too much. They start like man, it's just crazy. They're putting like race and like religion into it. I'm like bro, chill out. Like I don't so like I get it, bro. Cringe. Like there's players I've talked to them like, oh that's a roster spot taken away. I'm like you er, go. But you take. see that all the time. You see that all the time. It's, it's not like, like it's not like you, track. Where where yeah. you you have these times and some person is significant some person is I know that this person's faster than this person you see guys that have roster spots that suck all the time shit we talked about Deshaun Kaiser on the podcast last week that dude's still in the NFL that yeah, dude's like, still in the NFL he's there's, there's guys that suck all the time in the NFL bro what's uh Brody Coyle played for like six years yeah dude I don't understand you he's know, why I want to like. He was so bro, I mean Brady Quinn had a long career in the NFL dude yes like, and- after we knew he was bad. Like he didn't get better. Matt Barkley's no. still in the NFL, dude. Like, there's guys that are constantly better that aren't playing in the league. There's guys that are, are there's all the time, all the time. There's guys that yeah. aren't that aren't in the NFL. I mean, it's just like anything. You know what I mean? Like you, per, personal roles play play a part in this game. I just I don't know why why people are so passionate about. It. I got called. I I tweeted something out and I got called a, a, a Tebow lover. And I, for the record, it, when I Tebow. Do love Tebow. <laughs> Tebow's fine. I don't have an issue with them. I mean, I'm not, you know, I got, I think I got a, T- T- a Tebow time shirt that I got for like five bucks at Goodwill or some shit. You know what I mean? I think I got, I know I got two of his jerseys. I got his Jets jersey and his Broncos jersey because they were 20 bucks when he got, when he's gone. But it's not like when he, when he, when he decided to quit the first time or retire when he was forced out and he, he, he refused to play any other position other than quarterback. I said, dude, if he loved the game, he'd play. He'd go up north in the CFL. If he truly loved the game, he would play. He would play in the CFL. He, I, so, and I said that back then, and I still believe that now. But he's uh, uh, grown. He's matured. His favorite coach of all time is back in the NFL. I mean, kind of the start. How did you not see this coming? I don't see the big yeah. deal. I just don't. I just don't. People, somebody, t- somebody. I don't remember who it was. They tweeted about this way before it happened. They're like, man, be. Interesting to see Tim 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 Tebow in a um, Jags jersey with Urban down there, and it just makes sense. Like he's gonna yeah. be used as like a Taysom Hill role at best. Anyway, <clears throat> um, he'll have a couple throws, maybe two or three gadget plays, and like he'll be dude, a tight end of H back. He's already in a top five selling jersey, dude. He's from Nice High School, right in Jacksonville. He's born dude. and raised in Jacksonville. He's, I know he's born in the Philippines because of Bro, the yeah. mission stuff, but you know what I mean. He's born that? and raised in Jacksonville. He's all a legend. It's Tim Tebow, bro. Dude, you see it all the time. The Browns constantly bringing guys from local Ohio colleges for tryouts yeah. and stuff. Why? Because the they're in Ohio. Like shit, like that happens. What's like, the quarterback for the backup quarterback for Baker? Case Keenum. Yeah. If he goes down, right? 
and Stefanski wants to bring in fucking JT Barrett for a pre- like. People are gonna be psyched to buy. So Dude, much who cares? Like, yeah, I didn't, you know, I mean, like, if that, if that's the difference, well, you're talking that, about. I, I know that's not fully similar because Stefanski didn't coach him in college. You know what I mean? Like, no, I know exactly. Or if JT, I know, went, I know to exactly. The, if JT went to the Jags because no Ur- one Urban would be, coached yeah. him, right? Yeah, you'd be you, dude. If you think this is the first person that that no no one gave a shit when Pete Carroll was drafting dudes only from Ooh, the Pac-12. I remember that? No, he Do was. You know drafting, what I mean? He was picking up a bunch of which is. Late, a lot of his late round picks were USC guys. He would try to Wheeler guys from the Pac-12, like Richard yeah. Sherman. That's how. That's why Richard Sherman was a Seahawk. If it wasn't for if Pete Carroll wasn't in the NFL, we don't. I don't know if we would have seen the same Richard Sherman. You know what I mean? Like that's how the NFL works. When Butch Davis was hired for the Browns, he drafted nothing but Florida guys. Now is that a bad example? Yeah, hell yeah. But that shit, that shit happens. Like you, you would know, draft maybe, guys but, you're familiar with though. That's, you uh, see, Bill Belichick drafts dudes from Alabama because he has sex with Nick Saban. Like that's, yeah. you know, what I mean? like what yeah. I don't, dude. This is how this is how it works. And to compare it with, look I don't want to look it, at the guys Cliff has gotten from Arizona. It's a lot of guys Kyle he Murray. recruited and now Colin Murray, Murray. Kirk, Christian, Christian Kirk is another guy that he coached at A uh, and M. So, yeah, dude. Um, uh, a lot of what's the, what's the uh, there's a backup quarterback, but he recruited heavily. Um. Chris Streeter or something like that, or one of the – I don't know. His oh, Shreveler. Shreveler, yeah, yeah, yeah. He recruited him pretty heavily too. So, I mean, it's like yeah. at Houston. Before with Minnesota. So, I mean, it's all – Matt Rule is not doing that at all. He's like the opposite. He's not doing that at all. I think Do, we know, that? Do we know that for sure? It, well, we that's what they made. Sure that's that what they made it. Sam Darnold College or something. Have some kind of weird. Co- I just I feel he like might. it's impossible. It just, it just it seems like they, they've been saying that Matt Rule has been kind of like doing like he was trying to do the opposite on purpose. Like he didn't want any Baylor guys and like, he didn't want any Big Twelve guys. But he did get Chuba Hubbard though. Yeah, like, I you know I, I just but you I, see even he got Chuba Hubbard. Well, and you know what, what's the difference between this and and the, you you hear guys having combine interviews and coaches coming out saying, "Yeah, we really liked him. We really think he clicks with the organization, and we have a personal connection with him." It's the same. It's the same thing. It, that's and that's the beautiful thing about football is it's so much about having the right person in the locker room, having this now that now. It, could this backfire? Yeah, totally. Uh, you know, but you know, I I don't I don't I think it's already paid dividends. I I I think it could backfire because you have guys that may be saying the same thing that you're seeing on Twitter. Like, well, this another guy, I know a guy who's better. Tim Tebow could suck my dick, right? He's a very, he's a very polarizing player. It's not just because people think he's bad. Tim Tebow's polarizing. That's one of the reasons why he didn't make it in the NFL. Cause if we're being honest, we've seen a lot worse quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was, he really the worst quarterback we've ever seen. No, he wasn't nearly no. as bad. As people were making and there's been guys that were worse that played longer than Tim Tebow, but he was polarizing. the The media around him and the aura around Tim Tebow was not the high. the The issues that he his aura created off the field was not worth his skill set. Yeah, that and and that's fine. That's a that's also a part of the game. I don't. I know he's a very nice guy. You know, God fearing individual. And he's a perfect person. His the attention that he had was not worth the price of his skill set. And that's why he was out. But but people act like he was some fucking homeless guy. You know, it was just, you know what I mean? The guy won a Heisman trial. He was good. I don't, he won a playoff game too. He's got more playoff wins than Matt Stafford. Like, I don't, I just, it's that's, weird. I don't know, man. It's fucking strange, dude. It's weird, man. I don't know. I just think it's a good spot. And I know Trevor has had a relationship uh, with Tebow. 
before. Yeah, they have they've had a relationship before. Um Christian Fellowship athletes, CFA thing. So they had a relationship there. Um, so that's good. You know what I mean? And just him going back to Jacksonville, back to Duval County is good. Back with Urban Meyer, back with some familiar faces that he knows. Plus, and plus yeah. the way that I'm just saying, like if if they brought him in at quarterback, I'd be like, This is stupid. They have like they already have four quarterbacks in the roster. Like it'd be dumb. Dude, be like, I wouldn't but, have cared even if they would have brought back. I mean, it, it would just be pointless. Like, because I mean, he's not better. Yeah, than Gardner. for sure, he wouldn't yeah. have played. Yeah, but. he's not playing over Gardner or Trevor or no. even. Uh, they have another quarterback there. The tall. I don't care. I'm not about to try to think of this dude's name. But anyway, um, they they're fine at quarterback. But this is tight end. They actually don't really have a tight end, like a good one. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know, man. He's not going to care where they sign him. I just. I, if you he's got he's got, he's got a young and impers- impressionable team, they're yeah. restarting from scratch. It might not be a bad idea to have a dude like Tim Tebow in the locker room. Plus the hype, the, the the big issue with Tim Tebow is that he everybody fuck when he went to the New York Giants, there were seventy cameras in his face when he went to, when he went to the Jets. I'm sorry, there were seventy cameras in his face immediately. It never died out. I think that some of that's gone. The Tim Tebow yeah. lackluster. You saw that with the minor league games when he played with he played against the Columbus Clippers in the. The stadium was packed to the gills. We the, the first time, the second time, mm, you know, it, it's just yeah. A dude Jackson, it's just a dude Jacksonville now. eat it up for the first couple of games, but like they're going to see Trevor Lawrence. And well, the can. media, you know, well, the, you're talking about the media. Be, is oh, ESPN yeah. gonna be up in his face constantly? I don't think that's gonna die. He's just a dude well, now, man. That, that first game's gonna be interesting because Jacksonville plays Houston, so Houston's got a lot of shit going on. So, yeah, <laughs> the, shit, yeah. yeah, so they might. The media is gonna probably be around for yeah, that, especially exactly. if Watson's playing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, so, so back in the day when Tim Tebow was the starting quarterback for the Broncos, even if, even if, let's say the Bron- let's say he, we're going back in time, and the, and the Broncos, the old school throwback Broncos are playing the, the Houston Texans today with Deshaun Watson. Tim Tebow being a god Sorry. would create more national attention than the sexual scandal, the allegations that are going on with Deshaun Watson. That's how polarizing Tim Tebow was. Now, dude, they ain't gonna fucking put one camera on Tim Tebow, dude. Think, you know what I mean? About, I don't know about one camera, but well, you know what I mean. I mean not, maybe I'm not, exaggerating, but that ain't gonna be the storyline, dude. You got you got Deshaun Watson storyline number one, and storyline number two is Trevor Lawrence making his first start, and then maybe Tebow. Yeah, I agree with that. Urban Meyer might take might be number three. Tebow might be the fourth headline. Yeah, dude. yeah, you're right because he's gonna play like. He'll get like ten snaps, dude. Dude, it don't fucking matter. And he's not terrible. He's not a bad athlete. I don't understand. Yeah. It ain't like it ain't like he he did nothing. He played professional baseball. He's still jacked. Like it's not like it's strange. It's strange. He's, and to compare, I don't want to get political, but to compare, I saw a lot of comparisons to why does Tebow get a job yeah. and not Kaepernick. And I don't what I don't see how it matters. Does that make sense? It I don't see. Matter. It's just There's, different, man. He didn't coach not... Urban Meyer didn't coach Kaepernick. So I need to be like, I don't see the connection. What's the problem? It's just different. You know what I mean? Ka- that Kaepernick situation is just different, man. That's not you can't compare those situations. E- even I that shit's an let, outlier, bro. We've never seen anything like the Kaepernick situation ever. Like not he, even Jim Brown or anything. Because this is just like it's just different. Like we're it's, in a, even if let's say let's take the off field issues aside. Right, or I, I don't want to use the word issues because that'll light people up. But Tim Tebow and the Colin Kaepernick's polarization. Let's take those aside. Urban, I, you, if you look at Urban Meyer's resume, wouldn't it wouldn't it be weird if he picked 
if he signed Kaepernick over Tim Tebow, he know he he basically they hang out like Tim Tebow's like his like little. They live like three houses down. He's like a he's like his puppet master, and it's been that way since like he's seventeen years old. How would, I just don't I'm just blown away by it. Right? It'd be like you know if it just like if Harbaugh came back to the NFL and signed Kaepernick, I I it wouldn't. That's what I, I was wouldn't blink, I wouldn't blink an eye. Like I would be like, oh yeah, he's got a connection with him. Whatever. You know what I mean? Or Chris Hall. Oh. Yeah. Chris Hall or yeah, yeah. I was about to say uh, Jim Harbaugh. I mean, same thing. I'll get. I guess Greg Roman too, but. Roman didn't get a head coaching job, did he? No, no. He should have. Should have. He hasn't had a head coaching job yet. That's crazy. His he's teams. A, he's his offense. His offenses are always really good, but but, but yeah, I don't think he's the same issue everywhere he goes. Yeah, just like he did in San Fran, just like it's doing in Baltimore, where he does not adjust. He runs the same five goddamn plays. He ran, He was the offensive coordinator for the Jets when they had Mark Sanchez too. I think. Yeah, right? you're right. I think he was it with the Bills when Rex Ryan. Yeah, mm, I don't know about that one, but he was definitely the OC of Mark Sanchez. He just gets his shit gets stagnant and he doesn't adjust. You see the same. You saw the same thing with that Michigan defensive corner. I can't remember his name, but it was like they Don would shut, Brown. Yeah, they would yeah. shut like ten people out, and then the last two games, someone would figure it out, and he'd be like, "Nah, we're staying. We're not moving." And it's like, dude, you gotta fucking do something because they're yeah. blitz. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, so I like. Kind I like that I'm surprised. I thought Roman got a job. But yeah, you're right. Either way, I was just thinking about the Greg Roman because he coached uh, the. He was offensive coordinator for the Super Bowl team for the yeah. 49ers. Yeah, yeah. He, no, he's a great. He's a great offensive coordinator. He could put on a goddamn coaching clinic watching him. Remember, he had that game. Was it like uh, Thanksgiving? Was the Niners and the Lions? And uh, Frank Gore had like his first three carries went for like zero yards. And then his next two carries were for like 75 yards combined. It was the same two plays where he brought the tight end. He brought the tight end down on Dominican Sue, different directions. It was Delaney Walker. Damn, you got to get – I mean, I have a good memory too, but that's I don't remember that. It was just – I, I, I just remember because it was brought up it, – it was it was brought up in like a, 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 some kind of meeting I was in where we were trying to learn how to – how to run, how to run that play? I, I think my I think when I was in college, we tried to do do something s- similar, um, and we were talking about like being patient and whatever. So that 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 game sticks out in my mind. But like he has a lot of games like that where like he puts on a coaching clip. He just gets stagnant though. That's why he just his shit don't change. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully he'll do something different with Lamar and those guys. This year. <laughs> yeah, because that's we'll what you, that's what you're seeing is that yeah people are starting to figure it out a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. But all right, man. We've been on the we've been on the horn for about an hour twenty. Even though I told you it would be twenty minutes, you'd be out. I know you're exhausted. Thank you for coming on. Fun. Let's give it, dude. People give give Donovan a big shout out, bro. Been on vacation. <sighs> comes on a podcast. I know that I would have told you to fuck right off if you would have been on a podcast when I was in Vegas for five days. So I, I mean, appreciate you coming on, man. Got to get the views, man. Got to get the listens. So I appreciate you having me. Always fun doing this show. It'll be out uh, this week, guys. So check it out. Um, obviously, this live stream yard. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, Facebook, thanks. But uh, oh yeah, always, man. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's fun. Where can they? Uh, where can they find you on Twitter and all your stuff? Yeah, uh, find me on Twitter at Don James Sports. Name remains the same. Um, as far as stuff goes, I think I'm already done with the top 100. 2020 prospects the big board i just gotta i gotta release it i gotta write the like little notes because i already have it ranked but you gotta have you can't just have like a hundred players you gotta have some like notes on why you have them ranked where they are i don't know i've seen a lot of just rankings 
I do see a lot of those. I think it's early. <laughs> I think it's early enough to where you can do it and it be acceptable. Yeah, it is. I don't want. I just want to highlight a few players. It's not going to be a lot, but a couple, mainly a lot of the quarterbacks like Sam Howell, Spencer Rattler, JT Daniels, Slovis, those guys, and then some of the position players too. Um, so maybe ten um, will be highlighted, fifteen, and that'll be out this week. And then, I mean, that's it really right now. I mean, I hope to go to some camps for high school football. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Since they're back now, last year we couldn't go to any of them. So I mean, yeah, I was watching like Elite Eleven like online, like yeah, like I had a press uh, media pass, but it was all Zoom related, and that sucks. So it's cool to have it back. Hopefully, it'll be back in Oregon soon. I don't really like it in Texas. No disrespect to Texas. Really, I love, I love Texas, but I miss it at the Nike headquarters. Man, it's nothing. There's the Nike headquarters in Oregon. That's just it's beautiful up there. I've never man. been. That's the problem. I've never been. It's I mean, if you're a sports fan, you're just gonna be in awe the whole time. You're like, Yeah. Oh my god, this is awesome. They have the uh Odo Beckham catch. Oh yeah. The gloves. Yeah, they have those on display and like you can re- uh do the replica of it. Or not replica, really? but like you try to do it. Yeah, it's cool. It's fun. Have you ever been to the Woody Hayes Athletic Center in Columbus? No, man. I've never been I've only been to Ohio once, it was Cincinnati. You got it's where they it's where Ohio State keeps all their trophies and okay. it's it's pretty, all their Heisman's and and there it's pretty it's pretty crazy like to just see all that that history you know because shit I mean they got the national championship trophy from like 1942 yeah man Troy Smith Heisman oh yeah that's there yeah 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 Troy but Smith. uh I, I appreciate you coming on I'm excited to talk high school football with you big shout out to also Ryan Stewart who is one of my old Alpo coaches that hooked me up this past weekend you can look forward to an interview with me with four-star outside linebacker Gabe Powers from Marysville High School um, on Buckeyes Wire, uh, Browns Wire. We're trying to we're trying to move the needle there. I, I know I wrote a, a, a recent article um, on the Browns history in the sixth round, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, but Donovan's going to Donovan's already been a great help on the recruiting front, trying to get back in it with the Buckeyes Wire, trying to figure out these recruits out. So I'm excited to get the we'll, we'll be diving into some college reviews and, and stuff like that. We, we, we roll. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Let us know what you want to hear. Um, you know, whether it's draft recaps or previews or college football stuff, this was the Browns Wire podcast. Make sure you give us a like, listen, review. Again, we're on, available on all streaming platforms. And if you are watching us on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. And again, you can follow me on Twitter at JoshD16. And we are out.